away. Huberto walks in, makes a move, and he scores! Jonathan Huberto! And he scores! Alexander Markov! What a move! He's giving the Panthers the lead once again! Welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Here are your hosts, Jameson Olive and Doug Plakins. Everybody, welcome into Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Doug Plagans, Jamison Olive here with you as always. We thank you very much for making Territory Talk a part of your listening week. And the Panthers just continue cruising along. And as we cruise along here on Territory Talk, we'll talk about a couple of Panthers topics here shortly. And then after that, our special guest this week, Panthers defenseman Mackenzie Weger, will rejoin the show. He's been a guest on Territory Talk before. We always enjoy having him. It'll be great to catch up with him once again. So don't go anywhere because that's coming up here in just a little bit the Panthers of course at the time of this recording one game left on the current road trip that'll be the game tomorrow night Thursday night in Columbus against the Blue Jackets a seven o'clock face-off and you can of course catch that game across the Panthers radio network on Fox Sports Florida lots of different ways to consume the action as the Panthers visit the Blue Jackets for the fourth time this season and then it'll be back to the BB&T Center in Sunrise the Panthers will take on the Chicago Blackhawks seven o'clock on Saturday a reverse retro Saturday you want to make sure you have the best Panthers gear when you come out for the home games coming up flateamshop.com your place to get outfitted with the best Panthers apparel so be sure to check that out or visit Pantherland when you come out to the BB&T Center but the Panthers will be back home starting Saturday at seven o'clock when they take on Chicago who's become one of the real upstart stories in the Central Division but before we get into any of that Jamison the Panthers as I said they just keep rolling along they picked up a win in Columbus to start off this little back-to-back set the Panthers now with Three wins in four tries on the current road trip. Sergei Bobrovsky rolling along. He's won four of his last five starts, 4-0-1 in that span, coming off a 38-save outing in that victory against his old team, the Columbus Blue Jackets. That one in the first of the two games in Columbus on this trip. So, Jameson, for the Panthers, everything just continues to be going pretty well as this team, along with Carolina and Tampa Bay, they've solidified themselves in that upper tier in the central division they have and that seems to be you know the top three like you said obviously chicago's having a much better season than a lot of people expected and they're probably going to hang around there in the fourth spot uh, it's gonna be a really tough matchup on saturday for the panthers uh, seeing them again you know first game against them since you know those two wins right at the beginning of the season to kick things off but you know here we are again doug another week where you know maybe we had a little bit of a low last week those you know that loss to dallas and those two overtime losses to carolina but here we are again you know starting off this trip two wins against nashville you know tough loss to carolina that seems to be their own real only real thorn in the Panthers their side this season so far has been the Hurricanes but then you know coming right back out and getting that win in Columbus so uh you know Panthers like you said on cruise control they're still cruising it's still a lot of what we've already seen you know uh, in terms of trends uh, early on this season you know Barkov Huberto they're still getting their points Patrick Hornquist still scoring a ton on the power play Aaron Ekblad still you know playing Norris caliber uh defense out there scoring a ton of goals he had a huge week uh this past week now up to nine goals on the season already 18 points uh, and then it seems like uh, in order for this team to be successful there always has to be maybe one or two guys in the bottom six that get hot for any given amount of time. Right now, it's uh, Mason Marchman. You know, he's come up there. He was a, Now he's on the top line. 
line as of that game against Columbus. He got a promoted. He's been playing so well. Uh, but he, you know, before that was contributing a ton from the bottom six uh, at Tulos Dorian and still doing a ton of great stuff in terms of, you know, stick work, drawing penalties, uh, takeaways, things like that. Uh, Nolachari, we, that, was, that was this past week. It feels crazy. Yeah. That already feels like a lifetime ago. Another hat trick. Another hat trick for Nolachari. And I got to ask Doug, uh, the moment he got that first one where you like me, where you're like, okay, like, He's at least getting another, just because that's what he does. And Joel Quenville said as much. You know, he either scores none or he scores three, and you know he he keeps proving that fact. Yeah, I thought as soon as he scored that goal, that whether it was that night or over the next few games, we were going to see Nolachari find the back of the net a handful of times in short order. That is just how things tend to go for him. And you mentioned a lot of names there, Jamison, but that's been the story for this team. It's not as if they're being you know, carried along by uh, by one top line or, or something like that. This is uh, this is a team that's been consistently getting full team efforts, and we've seen Mason Marchment have a, a nice point streak, and Joel Quenville had some great things to say about his game recently. Frank Vetrano has uh, been scoring at a, at a very consistent rate lately. So you go up and down the lineup, and they're getting production from all the familiar faces, but it also seems like Every night there's there's somebody different coming up and having a big game as well. And look at the first game in Columbus. It was Yuho Lamico who got the scoring going for the Panthers. As he Three was goals able, for Yuho. Yeah, he's, uh, he was able to sneak one uh, underneath Jonas Corposalo to open the scoring back on Tuesday. So uh, for the Panthers, it's been, it's been somebody different really every night. The defense has been very consistent. And everything that we've been praising all season long, whether it's the swagger that comes from Radko Gudis play or the impact that Patrick Hornquist has made on the power play or the consistent goaltending that the Panthers have got or you just go up and down the lineup the same things continue to work for this team and then what's more impressive I can't say enough about it we talk about it on the radio broadcast quite a bit but their road record at the time of this recording up to nine two and one when you can win like that bad. away from home that's fantastic when you can win like that away from home in the National Hockey League it's huge and it all goes back to you know home ice advantage in the NHL isn't just the uh, you know the rowdy group of fans supporting a team it's also the fact that you get that ability to make the last change and have the matchup you want and Joel Quenville has continued to say as much. With the depth that the Panthers have and the contributions they're getting from everybody, he's really not worried about a line being on the ice matched up against another line on another team. And that's part of why this team, a big part of why this team's been so successful on the road is they're able to just roll the four lines out there and they're not worried about any group of players being caught out against any other group of players from another team. So that road record's been huge for the Panthers and uh, they'll look, for road win number 10 in their next game against Columbus. How about that? And I feel like this is the most consistent episodes in terms of episode trends we've had uh, since we've been doing started doing this podcast three years ago. Because like we said, every single week, uh, the Panthers are picking up wins and somebody, you know, outside of the, the, the top two lines is scoring a couple goals here and there. So uh, like we said, this week, it's more of the same. It's great to see. I'll never get tired of doing episodes like this where we just keep talking about how great things are going and how we're heading towards the playoffs. I'll take that any day of the week. Uh, but we have to give, you know, before we get to our interview with uh, McKenzie, we have to do, you know, a little bit of time here on Sergey Bobrovsky because he's been, you know, fantastic 
fantastic lately. When Chris Drieger was, you know, red hot at the beginning of the season, we talked about him a lot, and now here we are, you know, passing the torch a little bit to Sergey Bobrovsky. He's been absolutely dynamite here recently. Like you said, 4-0-1 over his last five starts. Save percentage hovering around, I believe, 927 in that span. And that game in Columbus the other night, uh, he, he, he said as much afterwards, you know, he and uh, Jonas Corposalo, his former protege there uh, in CBUS, uh, they put on a show. They both were spectacular, both made a ton of high, highlight reel saves. Uh, you know, that that shorthanded stop that Bobrovsky made on Kim Atkinson, I think, really changed the complexion of the game early on, really kind of helped the Panthers retain momentum. So before I get your thoughts on Bob, let's quickly hear the sound after that win in Columbus from Sergey Bobrovsky. First, talking about that goaltender battle, and then a little bit about just his general confidence right now in net. Yeah, of course. It's I think we put in the show today, and uh, he made two like uh, two unbelievable saves. Like everybody in the building thought it's going in, but he somehow he he kept it out. So it's 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 it definitely gives you energy, gives you a little bit extra kind of motivation to compete. And uh, yeah, it was was uh, I thought it was a great performance tonight by both of the teams. Yeah, I feel great. You know, as as you mentioned, last few games, five six games, I felt unreal. And I felt focused. I felt strong and confident. So it's just fun to be fun to be around in the, in fun to be part of this team. You know, they they play great hockey. As I said, everybody delivered it every night. Somebody stepped up bigger. Somebody stepped up like a little little smaller. But we pulled the rope at the same direction, and it's definitely fun to be part of it. So you hear Bob, you know, saying there, you know, the confidence is there and it shows on the ice. He looks absolutely fantastic. That's he looks like, you know, the two time Vezina Trophy winner uh, the Panthers expect from him every single night. So uh, if the Panthers, you know, as things go along here, like we said, they're going to need both guys. They're going to need both Drieger and Borowski to be hot. But as long as, you know, one of them's carrying the torch at one point or another, uh, the Panthers are going to keep picking up wins here and goaltending is going to play a big role in that. Well, as you said, and that's that's a big thing to remember here that with the season lined up the way that it is. 56 games, playing just about every other day, not many opportunities for any prolonged period of rest for anybody. You're going to need both guys. So the fact that the Panthers have two goaltenders that they're confident in, that they can go out and get them, help them get two points each and every night, that's huge because there are always going to be teams in the National Hockey League that are good teams but have a hard time getting wins outside of their number one goaltender. The Panthers aren't one of those teams. They have the ability to get a win from either guy who that who they're able to uh, throw between the pipes. But you look at Sergei Bobrovsky and what he's been able to do lately. Joel Quenville has had some great things to say about his game. He has really praised his his command of the position, his composure, his just uh, consistency. Po- poise back there. Yep, consistency exactly in uh, in how he's how he's approached the game here recently. So Sergei Bobrovsky is just he's locked in, plain and simple. He's locked in. He's found a groove, and uh, the Panthers are uh, are, are you know, playing great whether he's between the pipes or Chris Drieger's between the pipes but uh, Sergei Bobrovsky has been shutting down the opposition here lately and it's been a lot of fun to see Uh, Territory Talk is always presented by Baptist Health the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers and we promised it we're going to deliver it Mackenzie Wieger Panthers defenseman our featured guest on this week's episode of Territory Talk let's get right into it Well, Mackenzie Wieger, our guest here on this week's edition of Territory Talk. And first of all, thanks for joining us once again. Always great catching up with you. And I got to ask you, just how good is this group feeling right now? Because you guys just seem to be continuing to roll along and and get the results that you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, thanks for having me, boys. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The the confidence, obviously, with the group's been great. I mean, the positivity 
Um, everybody's just been performing. They've, everyone's been doing their jobs. Um, you know, Bobo has just been kicking for us lately. He's been playing great. And, um, you know, it's really just been a fun year to be a part of this team. I mean, it seems like we got uh, everything we need right now. And, um, you know, hopefully we can just keep this going in the right direction the second half of the season. Weeks, how much has just like the the general standard been elevated this season? Because even after that win in Columbus the other night, Joe Quenville was talking about, you know, the things he was more upset about than the things he liked after a win. Just do you feel like this entire group is, you know, just you know, like I said, that, that really standard of excellence has really been raised? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, obviously it's a lot of new faces this year. So the culture has changed uh, tremendously this year and um, a lot more accountability with the team this year. You know, I don't think uh, failure is going to be um, anywhere near enough, obviously, this year. So, um, you know, it's, it's been good. I think um, the, the guys that they brought in, Horny and uh, Duclair and Hags, everybody's just been stepping up and um, it does have a little bit of a different vibe to it this year. I think, uh, you know, losing two in a row is not going to be good enough. Um, you know, that win did seem a little bit sloppy yesterday. We're not happy with that, but we still managed to get the two points. So you can look at it um, two ways. You know, we played sloppy, but we still got the win, and uh, we can still keep this thing going. So it, it's good to get the wins and um, not to be too satisfied with the wins as well. And we has got to ask you, too, because – you mentioned a lot of new faces in the lineup this season. I mean, all told, about uh, about half a new roster here. And just 25 games in, you have a lot of guys that are, you know, still just 25 games into playing with each other. But it seems like just as you guys have continued to to get the, the results you're looking for on the ice, as, as things just continue to go along here, it seems like this group has, has really come together. What do you think has been the, the biggest reason for the, the team gelling the way that it has? Yeah, I, I just, the guys that uh, Zito's brought in, I think, you know, uh, I don't know if he knew them beforehand and, uh, or not. I know he obviously knew a couple from Columbus, but, um, you know, Goody and Heggs and Wenny's like, everybody's just a, a great guy too, you know, off the ice. We all just, it feels like we've been playing together now for a few years and uh, it, it does, it doesn't seem like we've been playing for 25 games and uh, together. It just feels like we've all been playing together now for a few years and, um, which is a great feeling. I think everybody's just comfortable around each other. And um, I think that's been just a big key to uh, starting off strong and uh, having a great team and uh, for the years to come. And Weeks, obviously, you're, you're, you're dating back to last season. You've been a top-pairing defenseman with Aaron Eckblad on this team. On the defensive side of things, you're you know just doing a crazy job back there. But the points have also been coming a lot this season. I, I saw last game you already matched your career high uh, for assists, and we're only 25 games into the season. Just how good are you feeling personally out there, and how nice is it to see when you are playing good defense that the points also still come? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's just been my goal this year. You know, you guys have asked me what I kind of wanted to improve on this year, and um, it's always been, you know, my game's always been defense first, absolutely. Um, and, you know, me and uh, Eki do that most of the nights and um, and we'll continue to try to do that most of the nights is playing great solid D. But if I can contribute up there offensively, um, five-on-five five play, you know, I, I'll take that any night. I think uh, it's going to be huge. Uh, different guys have to step up every night. But uh, personally, the success with the points has been great. I think uh, if I can keep that rolling, I'll be uh, obviously – really happy about it but um you know I, it, for me it's been defense defense first and then uh looking to uh, put up points uh will be a close second for me but um just keep doing what i'm doing i, I don't really think too much about it i just want to get the two points every night and play hard defense 
And, and Weeks, uh, obviously a lot of milestones uh, lately for the team. A lot of guys reaching, you know, 500 games. You end up with 1,000 games. But for yourself, yeah. uh, game number 200 is coming up in three games here. Uh, I know your rise has been something fans have really enjoyed watching, you know, from seventh-round pick to now top-pairing defenseman in the NHL. Are you going to stop and think for a moment once you hit 200 maybe about the, the, the journey so far? Yeah, I mean, it's always good to, to look back on uh, where you came from and, uh, you know, how hard you work to get to where you are. So I'll definitely take uh, maybe a little moment just to see, um, you know, all the, the ups and the downs to, to get to where I am now. And um, But like you said, everybody's been hitting some great milestones, uh, 1,000 games and 500 games here and there. And, um, you know, the 200 games doesn't come, come close to where those guys are at. So hopefully you're, you're getting there. Be, you're getting there. Yeah, hopefully I'll be in that position one day and, um, you know, it, it's great to see everybody uh, hitting some some nice milestones with the team uh, while we're getting some success as well. Yeah, and a big part of, uh, you know, your time in the National Hockey League, a big chunk of that now has been with Joel Quenville behind the bench as you're now in your, your second season playing for Joel Quenville. How much of an impact is, has he made on you and, and how much has that, uh, you know, helped the, your, your own personal development? And then just coming into this season now, having a season under your belt, playing, uh, playing under Joel Quenville, knowing what's expected every night. I mean, how, how big has that been for you these uh, last couple of seasons now? Yeah, I mean, uh, like you guys all know, Joel is a highly respected coach and he's probably going to go down as, if not the best or one of the best of all time. So I think having him behind, behind me is, you know, it's definitely given myself a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, it's helped my game excel quite a bit. And it's just been great. They, they've been really great for my development and, you know, having him just be so highly respected, you know, I, I don't want to play bad for him. You know, I want to play my best every single night for Joel. I want to get, you know, I want to win for him and I want to win for the guys around me. So that's just kind of the culture that he's kind of put in, put in front of us here. Uh, since he's joined is you win it for everybody around you and um, you know that's what I want to do every single night and kind of building off what Doug said you know guys that have influenced you throughout your career like we said before Keith Yandel just hit game 1000 there's going to be a big celebration here on Saturday when you guys play the Blackhawks just what was it like to share that moment with him what has he meant to you you know since you've been here with the Panthers and do you have maybe one or two good Keith Yandel stories to give us a little insight into what kind of guy he is yeah I mean you know He's obviously great. He's great to have around the room, um, on the ice. You know, he, he leads by example. He's been, he's just been a consistent hockey player for his whole career. And I've I've only been part of his his journey for a little bit of time, but for for my my journey, he's been there the whole time. So, um, you know, I'm proud of him. Uh, he's faced a lot of adversity too in his career, and um, yeah, I'm I'm just proud for him and his family. And uh, me and Yance have, I mean, he's he's quite the jokester. So he's always. <laughs> Got those pranks going that you guys know. So oh, I'll always remember those pranks. But, um, you know, just in the dress room, um, he just makes you feel comfortable. Uh, he makes you feel relaxed. He wants you to go have fun. He wants you to be yourself. He's always talkative on the bench. Um, he's always just a positive guy. He's a good guy to be around. He really brings your spirit up. And uh, I couldn't be more happy for him and his family for, for him to hit that milestone. It's really impressive. And you talk about the pranks. Obviously, we remember the one, the the prank call with you know yeah. yourself, Nolichari, all that a couple couple years ago. But yeah. is just anything maybe that he does on a day to day basis that you find funny, or maybe something that's part of his routine that you've noticed over the years? Um, something that I would find funny. Uh, I think I, I I wouldn't say he comes to the the rink and does something funny every day. It's kind of just a one liner, something subtle that'll 
you know, that you, you just notice and you start laughing yourself. But, um, you know, I, I, if we had more time, there's a, there's a few other more pranks that he, he's hit me with before. Can you give so, us one? Uh, the, the one was um, he got the, the same buddy that uh, he used with the Cherry jersey. Uh, I needed my, my roof to be fixed, and I had no idea. <laughs> um, and he said, yeah, I'm going to come down and fix your roof. Uh, there's a water leak and I had, I'm like, I'm so delirious. I'm, I'm just one of those guys like, Oh yeah, no problem. He goes, yeah, when you guys are on the road, I'm going to come over and stay with you. I'm like, uh, okay. Are you sure? He's like, yeah, no problem. I'll fix it for you. Um, and I looked at the top of my ceiling and it looked like a crack. And so I believed them the whole time. And then I had Yan FaceTime me being like, Oh yeah, you got a roofer coming to fix your, fix the, the roofing to fix the water. And it just, it went on and on. And I thought some guy was going to come over and fix the, fix my roof. And I'm waiting for all these calls. And, um, it, it just went on and it just turned out to be one of his, that Foley Achari just getting me once again. And, uh, there was another one with a referee too. Foley, that, that Foley Achari just has it, has it out for me. He always gets it, always gets me. So, um, I've, I've kind of been perking my ears up a little bit more and, uh, I've caught them a few times now, so I think he's going to take a little bit of a break. I was going to say, do you have trust issues now whenever you get a text from anyone you don't know? Yeah, oh, I, I'm pretty sure Achari, like legit Achari actually, tried to get me at the beginning of the year, and I, I was going along with it. It was uh, it was just another joke, and I'm, I look at my girlfriend, I'm like, hey, do you believe this? Like, should I actually do this, what they're saying? And she's like, come on, like, you've been through this. <laughs> You've been through this now three times. You know someone's screwing with you now. So I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. And then it turns out to be one of the boys just trying to get me again. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm one of those guys that will we'll, uh, we'll give you a funny story and a funny prank if you ever need one. Well, and, and I got to ask you too, just about, you know, in terms of that, that kind of stuff, keeping things loose. I mean, is that maybe more important than, uh, than ever in a, in a season like this, where of course there are some uniquenesses and especially when you guys are on the road, um, you know, there are some, just some limitations as to what you're able to do in comparison to maybe in, in previous seasons, you guys are kind of just, uh, either at the hotel or, or playing games. So is that, that element of being able to, to keep things loose, maybe more important than ever this season? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys that, you know, likes to have a good time and joke around and, um, you know, you need that. It's, it's a, it's a grind of a season this year. It's, uh, it's every second day you're playing a game and, uh, the bodies are always, you know, a little sore, a little hurting. So, you know, if you, if I'm going to be that guy that gets picked on for a couple of laughs here and there <laughs> and makes it loose, I'll be that guy. Absolutely. But, um, you know, when it comes down to business and the game time and, uh, you take it seriously, that's what, you know, it's, it's time to get down to work. But other than that, absolutely. I think part, part of the, you know, that what makes this game so fun is we get to be together all the time and uh, being loose and, and having some laughs together with the boys has always, uh, has always made it a lot more fun for me. And Weeks, last one for me here. Uh, I know you're on social media a little bit. Are you aware of the, the best flow of all time contest the Panthers are doing right now? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have seen that and I always get, I always get a couple of chirps on me because I'm in a photo with Yammer Yager. Uh, <laughs> It's pretty funny that I, I never would have thought that I would have been in the same photo as Yammer Yager, but it, that's great. I, I love it. Well, right now, so you, you beat Christopher Stieg in round one. Right now, you're in round two yeah. this week against Steven Weiss. You're coming for the whole 2012 playoff team, it looks like. And then if you yeah. beat if you beat Weiser, you probably either got Eck or Lou in the semis. Do you like your chances against all those guys? Because you can't meet Yager until cool. the finals if you make it that far. 
I think the the next one will be will be tough again. Aki's got some some good flow to him, and you know it's obviously Big Lou who's got some nice Italian flow to himself <laughs> as well. So I think I got a nice supporting cast back home who are really rooting for me and voting for me. So we'll see how they. <laughs> They hold up, but I, I'd like to see myself go up against one of those two. It'd be fun. And a uh, quick other question about the hair. Obviously, the fans love it. It, it looks great out there. But it, with how well you're playing, is it almost superstitious at this point as well? Just the, Is there a correlation, you think, between the, the nice hair and how well you've been playing? It's absolutely superstitious. I would cut this hair in, in four seconds if it wasn't for all this winning that we've been doing. <laughs> Mackenzie Weger, our guest here, and uh, and looking good with the flow going on uh, on here. But before we before we let you get going, just uh, just before we uh, before we wrap up here, uh, you know, as this this season continues to go along, uh, you know, you guys have been getting the results that you want consistently. But as things continue going along, just uh, what are the the biggest things that you want to see as far as the the season keeps going? I know you guys have already accomplished a lot. Yeah, I think, you know, just consistency here. It's going to come down. The games are going to get a little bit tougher every night, and uh, they're going to get a little closer in the standings. And, um, you know, it's, it's just going to get harder from here on out. So if we can keep all the bodies healthy and um, keep everybody in those good spirits and keep things rolling here, I, I think we got a good chance at, um, you know, maybe, maybe winning this division and then having a good playoff run here. So, um, you know, I, I just expect consistency consistency every night from from everybody and um you know it'll be a lot of fun at the end of the year if we can do that and the last thing before we let get, let you get going here just going off of that what you you just mentioned the the games coming fast and furious playing every other night and playing a lot of the same teams uh, you know back to back and things like that do you start to get a sense a sense that these games are really magnified every night with the fact that you know every game's in the in the division so they really are all uh four point games as they say yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, you just said that every game is going to be a four-point night and it's never going to get easy. So, um, I, like I said, I think we got a great team here. Um, I don't see us slowing down. I think, you know, we're, we're just a consistent team right now. We're all feeling really good, a lot of confidence in the dressing room right now. And obviously having Joel there to, to keep us going is going to be uh, huge for us. And, you know, like I said earlier in the podcast, Bobo has been kicking really good for us lately. So um, everything's been been trending in the right direction i think uh, we just need to stay on top of it and um looking forward to uh having a, a game every second night here yeah we're really enjoying watching you play really exciting uh watching your teammates every night and and uh, already can't wait for the next game and already can't wait to have you back on territory talk someday in the future mackenzie Weger, our guest here today thanks as always weeks for stopping by yeah thanks a lot fellas i appreciate it Territory Talk is always presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Huge thanks. Great to chat with Mackenzie Weger, Panthers defenseman right there, taking some time out for us. And again, not his first time on Territory Talk, but uh, certainly won't be his last time on Territory Talk. A guy that we would uh, love to have back on again. Always a great conversation. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Took a lot of different things away from that. And remember when he was talking about, uh, about how he – he doesn't want to let his teammates down, doesn't want to let Joel Quenville down, and that's kind of a seems like a mindset that this team's really taken on. Remember when we had Bill Lindsay on 
a few weeks, a few, ep- a few episodes back. He said something to that very similar effect regarding the Panthers in the early years. Once and you start playing for each other, team. it's yep. a whole different ballgame. And that's where the Panthers are right now as they are playing for each other. No one wants to be the guy that lets the team down. And that's culture. We talk about culture. There it is right there. You know, uh, Weig said as much. You know, things just, like we said, everyone said it before the season. That things feel a little different here. And that happens because you bring in so many new guys. You know, culture happens through sweeping changes. And, you know, once again, stick tap to Bill Zito. Uh, everything's worked out great since he got here in terms of, uh, you know, changing changing over, you know, things from the past. So uh, it's great to see how the new guys have blended in, how the new guys have affected the old guys. Uh, and, and once again, everything's just working out right now, and it's great. But quickly on Weeks, just – you know, looking at him in particular, just what a great season he's having. And of course, you know, we expected this just given how good he looked last year when he was given that opportunity uh, with Aaron Eckblad, you know, on the top pairing, but both those guys just play off each other so well. And I don't think Eck is having the season he's having without Weeks there. And I don't think Weeks is having the season he's having without Eck. It's just truly a great pairing where each guy lifts each other up so much. And they both said as much. They both say, we, we talked about accountability. They both just hold each other accountable. They both have tough conversations with each other. They both feed off each other's play styles, you know, the list goes on and on about why that pairing succeeding. And, and of course, that pairing of, you know, tasked every single night with shutting down the opposing team's top players, and they, they're doing a great job of it. But, you know, looking at the numbers, you know, Weeks 13 points in 25 games. That's really nice, you know, with, with, with no power play time whatsoever. Two goals, 11 assists, actually leads the team's defenseman in uh, even strength points this season, and also even strength minutes. So he's playing a ton of big minutes out there, finding ways to get points every single night. Like we said, and you know, we were talking to him two points the other night uh, in Columbus in that first game. So, uh, you know, another great season from Weeks really happy with that three-year deal he signed here only 27 years old so the Panthers are really going to get here the best seasons of Mackenzie Weeger's career and it's, it's really exciting this is only the beginning yeah he's been outstanding playing big minutes each and every night uh, and as we've pointed to a lot uh, you know he, he and Aaron Eckblad are going up against some of the the stiffest competition out there each and every night as well so he's taken great strides in his game it's been a lot of fun to see and I, I liked hearing I was I was surprised to hear that he said he hasn't cut the hair out of superstition at this point because I thought it, it does look great it's I thought, fashionable but I'm sure he would have kept it long but maybe it's a little trim but it sounds like he's not even gonna trim it you know this season as long as things keep going well so I'm just now envisioning you know a Stanley Cup game seven where weeks his hair is so long he can't read the numbers <laughs> But the Panthers are there. They're in Game 7. They're in a position to win it all. I, I would love to see that. But, you know, like we said, if you haven't uh, had a chance to vote yet, you know, the Panthers having a uh, best flow in franchise history contest uh, with Hair Club right now. Head on over to FLA Panthers on Twitter. You can't miss it. It's everywhere. Uh, Mackenzie Weger this week right now facing Stephen Weiss. I think Weegs has got him beaten that matchup. And that'll be interesting to see as things go along. If we get that ekblad Weger matchup in the semifinals. I think it might be Uyghur Luongo, but I, I would love to see Uyghur Ekblad in the semifinals. Though. Yeah, that's uh, he's looking ahead at a, at a big matchup one way or the other. But then again, everyone says, you know, Yager's sweeping the other the other division, and I think he's just going to take this thing easily. So. Well, and the thing there to remember is uh, if you were to go full National Hockey League century-plus history of the NHL, let's have a hair tournament Yarmir Yager is getting a one seed. No, yeah. Whoever finishes second to Yager is basically first out of everyone else in history because he just has it locked down so well. So, uh, you it's know, it's like rescuing the all time point race. Exactly. We're, we're, we're pulling for weeks here in the, in the best flow contest. Uh, you know, like I said, get out there, rock the vote, uh, give uh, weeks some votes for best flow. Yeah. Always, uh, always great to chat with him. And, uh, one of our, one of our favorite guests and conversations, just great to catch up with Mackenzie Weger there. And uh, again, looking forward to seeing everybody back out of the BB and T center here, uh, very soon. 
afternoon. Panthers one game left on the road trip, and then it's going to be back home. Chicago coming in on uh, on Saturday, so the Panthers will get their first look at them since the very early stages of the season. Jameson, it's crazy to think you look at the calendar. Time really is flying by in this condensed season. When we were breaking down the Blue Jackets game, getting ready for the game to start last night now at the time of this recording, we're talking Tuesday night, looking at the calendar, yeah, the Panthers played the Blue Jackets, those two games that went to a shootout. Those were January 26th and 28th. <laughs> Doesn't feel like, Jamison, that a month and a half nearly has gone by between matchups against Columbus, but that was the case. This condensed schedule and the games coming each and every, uh, you know, every other day, that's uh, it's going by. It's going by fast. 25 games in at the time of this recording. Yeah, we're almost to the halfway point. It's crazy. You know, let's not forget the halfway point of this season is 28 games. It's only a 56 game season. Uh, we're getting there soon. The trade deadline's coming up next month. That's going to be here before you know it. The Panthers obviously in a position to buy right now. It's going to be crazy to see what they do there. Obviously, who knows? Everything's unusual this season. Who knows how it's going to affect the trade deadline and how teams you know work and act and make moves. But regardless, it's going to be an exciting time. Uh, but one thing I'll say, you know, looking ahead to this matchup against the Blackhawks on Saturday, it also just goes to show you how crazy uh, this division is this year. Because you know, you, you you look back to those first two games when the Panthers beat the Blackhawks and he said okay they're taking care of business the Blackhawks are having a bad year we all know they are they're rebuilding yes they still got a couple stars they got Patrick Kane of course but they're rebuilding you know we're, this team's gonna be a pushover not anymore now they're you know fourth fourth in the division right now they look like a playoff team they look like you know the, potentially they could hold that fourth spot for the entire season so this game on Saturday now is suddenly a very difficult game for the Panthers and I'm really excited to see how they respond uh, to this challenge because I don't think necessarily the Blackhawks are a different team than the Panthers you know faced in the beginning of the season I just think you know, they've had enough time now here to build this level of respect that they now have around the league. Yeah, Patrick Kane playing at a at really a heart trophy level. Another right now. thousand game guy. Congrats yep. to him. You yep. know, as well. Yep, he's uh, he's uh, going to be coming into town with the Blackhawks here uh, over the weekend, but playing at really a heart trophy level. And they, you know, they came into the season with question marks all around as far as their goaltending has been concerned. And Kevin Lankinen seems like he's really uh, on the verge of turning into something there for the Chicago Blackhawks. So they've had some things really go, you know, exceed their expectations. And uh, they've had some things go according to plan. And and right now looking at uh, looking at that Chicago Blackhawks team, they look like a team that could, uh, could hang around for that four spot. And going into the year, I think a lot of the quote-unquote experts had them tabbed as a potential uh, lottery pick team, especially without Kirby Doc and, and Jonathan Taves in the mix. But um, right now they're playing at, uh, at a level that could get them into that playoff picture. Yeah, and uh, Doug, before we sign off here, one thing we'll say, we got to go back to our predictions from last week because people enjoyed the predictions. Uh, these predictions aren't done yet because the predictions we made one last week. One more game week, left. They, they, they were road trip predictions. You predicted that Mason Marchman and Ryan Lomberg would each score their first goal. Uh, you got Marchman down. People were really happy about that. Lomberg, pressure's on. Got one more game here to, to make Doug Plagans happy right now. Uh, he's had a ton of good looks lately. He's getting really close. It's got to happen sooner or later. Uh, my prediction was two goals for Etu Lewis to Reinen. Uh, you know, haven't got it yet, but you know, Etu, give me those two goals tomorrow. I, I think he can do it. I believe in him. We'll see. But already looking ahead since we're, you know, we're, we're coming home here. Four games at home coming up, starting with that game on Saturday against the Blackhawks. Homestand predictions? It's, just a, it's only four games, so a mini prediction for the homestand here. Uh, for myself, I'll kick it off, and I'm going to say at some point on that four-game homestand, um, Alex Wenberg is going to have a two-goal game. There you go. I think, I think he's going to erupt one of these games. I'm going to do another two for special. Can I lump in? The last game of the road trip with nope, the four nope, home games. No, this is the four game home because stand. what I'm about to say could happen tomorrow. It doesn't, and I hope it does. I, it I hope it happens. Doesn't tomorrow. count though. You got to separate. It, it. it won't count, but I hope it does happen tomorrow. On the home stand, you will see the first goals in a Panthers uniform for both Radko Gudis and Gustav Forsling. 
I'll take it. I'll take it. Gustav's been getting very close lately. They both have been close. And Radko's do as well. And like I said, I hope that happens tomorrow <laughs> before the homestand even starts because that would mean that the Panthers are having a good night yeah. and they've got a goal on the board. We'd love to see it, but it won't count toward the official predictions. Yeah, yeah. we'd love to see it. But I think uh, it, just so everybody is, I know that for the sake of the contest, it's got to happen in the homestand. But I think over the next five games, one road, four home, you'll see the first Panthers goal for uh, for each of those two defensemen. So uh, looking forward to that. Territory Talk, as always, presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Doug Plagans, Jameson Olive here with you as always. Big thanks, Mackenzie Weger, for stopping by on this week's episode. And as always, a huge thanks to all of you for tuning in, whether you listen on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk, anywhere you tuned in. We thank you very much for your time, as always. New material from us each and every Wednesday. So we look forward to having you on board again next week. Big thanks to all of you for tuning in. Big thanks, Mackenzie Weger, for stopping by. For Jameson Olive, I am Doug Plagans. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. For all your Panthers news and information, follow FLA Panthers on Twitter.